we have the wonderful Vicky Risby, who is a pastor here in Melbourne. In fact, she is my pastor and she's a dear friend and she's an incredible mum and woman and wife and warrior. And I'm probably her biggest fan. Vicky, thank you for joining us again for part two. Lovely to be here, Lucy. I'm excited and also really interested in this heading that you've given me, which just says Easter is betrayal. Because we often think of the Easter story. Well, first of all, we think of Easter and a lot of people, and that's fine. They'll be like, Easter, all right, I'm going to get the bunny decorations and get the chocolate. We'll go to church and we understand it's a holy time. But often we don't sit there and think about the word betrayal, even though it is part of the story. So I'd love to hear why that's important and what we can learn from that. Yes, it is important. And Mm -hmm. I know when we talk about Easter, we talk about Jesus and the cross and the resurrection. Mm -hmm. But one of the other characters that most people know is Judas. Yes. And and we know that he betrayed Jesus and Mm. ended up on the cross and everyone knows that. But there's more to the story. There's other characters in Easter too. And when you dig deep, you see the failures of of these humans, they're characters that I really relate to and they're characters that I go, wow, that's me Mm. and what can I learn from them? And and everyone likes a hero. Everyone likes a character or a protagonist and the story is so important Mm. and we all love a hero and Jesus is the ultimate hero in Easter and we all know that but we all like that human hero that we can relate to and and even the other day, one of my son's sports day and, and I get out his gear and he's like, mum, and he holds up his blue jocks and he goes, this is not good enough. And I'm like, what do you mean not good enough? He goes, no, I need my hero knickers. And I'm like, what are hero jocks? He goes, you don't know my hero jocks? And I'm like, no. And so he goes and he gets them and there's red jocks that have hero written across them oh, wow. and I didn't even know that he had them but he knew that he had to be a hero on this day whether he came last first middle whatever oh, and so he wore his hero jocks and so characters in like a movie or a book we get involved yeah. in their story and mm-hmm. I know Josh Whedon who's a Hollywood producer yeah. he says you take people you put them on a journey you give them a peril you find out who they really are yeah and this happens in the Easter story. How? With so many How does characters. this happen? I know. <laughs> well, this protagonist, yes. Peter, is one of my favorite characters in the Bible, but in the Easter story. Okay. And I look at his story and I'm like, he's me. And he was this crazy follower of Jesus. He was a fisherman and he was out fishing and with his brother and his mates, James and John. And Jesus comes along and sort of says, come and follow me. But Prior to that, he had this thing where fishing was a great trade Mm. and it was a great business, but it was like he wanted more, Mm. you know. He wanted more of his life and he wanted life to have some deeper meaning than just fishing. Mm. And and as a a person, he was like, there has to be more to life. Mm. And so he goes on this journey with Jesus because Jesus says, come and follow me. And so for three years, he follows Jesus. Jesus and they live together they work together they're besties he loves this guy and he knows that he is the answer there's something deep in him Mm. that goes you're more than just a man you're the answer to life you're everything and he's with this guy called Jesus and then finally one night Jesus gets arrested Mm. and he gets put on trial and Peter follows and most of the other disciples have deserted Jesus and he's standing by the fire And there's these angry mobs that are saying, crucify him, put him to the Romans. And and all of this is taking place. There's so much going on. Mm. And I sort of, 
think of Peter and he earlier had said to Jesus, you know, Jesus said, oh, this is going to happen and people are going to hate me. People are going to reject me. People, even my closest friends, even you, and you're going to desert me. Mm. And he says, no, I'm stronger than everyone else. Yeah. We are best friends. I'm never going to leave you. Yeah. I will fight for you, Jesus. I will fight for what you're doing here. I've seen too much. I know too much. You say I'm going to desert you or betray you or fail mm. you, but I'm not. I'm good. And and we've all been in that spot. Yeah, we're not desert anyone. We're not going to hurt anyone. Yep. You guys are our people. Yeah. And so here's Peter and he's by the fire and Jesus has been arrested. And I think he's followed him because he, he's he got a good heart and he's, I'm going to raise an army. I'm going to do some great, incredible things, mm. get him out of this situation. And, mm. and so he's there and we know that he has good intentions. We know he's got a good heart because mm. hours before they'd been in this garden called Gethsemane and they'd come to arrest Jesus and Peter gets so indignant that he grabs this sword. And I don't know where he gets the sword from, whether it's his sword or someone else's sword, but he's a fisherman. He's yeah. not a warrior. Yep. <laughs> and he swings at this Jewish leader. And Peter, in his glory, misses the leader, but he hits the Jewish leader's assistant or slave and just lobs off his ear. Yeah. And Jesus is like, Peter, what the heck? Violence is not what we do. Yeah. This is not who we are. This is not me. This is not you. This is not what life is about this yeah. is this is not our message and yeah. and I know a few weeks ago you did an incredible podcast Lucy about mm. violence is never acceptable no and he mm. said to him and this is where this quote comes you live by the sword you die by the yeah. sword yeah but we know that he wants to try and do the right thing yeah and so he's standing by this fire at this trial and then this little girl comes up to him and says hey I know you mm. you're Jesus's friend you're one of his followers mm. and he's like no nah, no. And and you know that moment where fear yeah, takes over. Takes over and Jesus is getting potentially crucified in yeah. the worst possible death and mm. he's like and if I'm one of his followers it's me too. It's me too. Mm. And my life's at risk. And when fear comes over you, you do crazy things. Yeah. And then it wasn't once. Then more people came and he's like, no. And Jesus had told him earlier, you're going to deny me. And yeah. and you're going to deny me three times. Mm. And then you'll hear the rooster crow and you'll know. Mm. And Peter's like, yeah, no. And so then we're at number two. And then the third time they said, your accent, you know, yeah. we know that you belong <laughs> to him. Yeah. And he's like, no, 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 no. And then the rooster crows. Yeah. And he just runs and he's just crying mm. his absolute heart out. Mm. And he's in this place of heartache. Yeah, I'm going to be full disclosure here. Mm. When I was in grade five, bullying was pretty rife mm. in school. And I know that anyone who has been bullied mm. at school, it is a horrible journey. And there is help out there and, and yeah. to talk about it. But when I was in grade five, for months, I was bullied. Yeah, Not many people know that. Mm. And I was bullied quite harshly by the whole class wow. except one girl mm. called Carrie this beautiful individual this girl who was so pure she stuck by me she sat by me she played with me she stuck up for me mm. when people would hit me and ridicule me and call me horrific names but she stayed with me and I hated school at the time and I hated life mm. but then something changed and people started to like me again mm. and the bullying sort of stopped it stopped like that but then they turned on Carrie and I had this moment to be her hero. Yeah. And I didn't. Wow. I stayed quiet and I joined the mob, the if that was the pack. But I, I wasn't a bully, but I joined the pack. Yeah. And I went home that night 
and I cried yeah. and I cried and I cried. And my mum came to me and she said, look, what's the story? Mm. I told her what had happened. And she knew that there was things that weren't quite right months before and she knew Kerry. And she told me that what happened today mm. doesn't define your story. Yeah. Though horrible that it was, yep. that being a bystander and, and letting things go like that is not right. I now could learn from this moment and walk in a place of positivity, yep. friendship, love, goodness, and I could become a hero. Yeah. And she said to me, the past can hurt us, but you can either run from it or you can learn from it. Yeah. And we went down to the shops and we bought a present for Kerry and she made me write a little letter. Well, mm. she didn't make me, I actually did. And yep. I gave it to Kerry. And from that moment onwards, we were like besties all through the rest of primary school. My mum then over the coming weeks, talk to me about what it is to be a justice fighter yeah. and what justice looks like and what it is to stand up for the people that can't mm. stand up for themselves or, or when people are being persecuted. Mm. And she told me a little bit about the Second World War and the Holocaust. And she gave me this quote that I've had since I was like 10 years old. Wow. And his name was Ali Weasel. And he said, I swore never to be silent whenever or wherever human beings endured suffering and humiliation. We must always take sides. Mm. Neutrality helps the oppressor. Yeah. Never the victim. Silence encourages the tormentor, never the tormented. And this is the message. We can have these horrible moments, mm. but we can actually come out and still be the hero. And this is what happened with Peter. He's let his best friend down like I did with Kerry, but even worse, this guy was going to the cross. Yeah. And fast forward to the resurrection. Mary and all the women were at the tomb and Jesus appears to them and he says to them, go and get your brothers, go and get your disciples, tell them that I'm risen. Yeah. And then he says to Mary, go and get Peter. Jesus tells him, you know, your past doesn't define you. That place of failure mm. and that betrayal doesn't define who you are. It's mm. not the end of the story. And that's where characters, this is what I'm saying, you know, mm. we all sit in chapters where things are hard mm. and that we've done the wrong thing or life is so crazy horrible to us. Mm. 15 years ago, I was in ICU at the children's hospital and my daughter was dying. My daughter was not going to make it. And I was failing in life as a mother. I couldn't breathe. Mm. And then her heart kept stopping her. She ended up with brain injury. And out of it, we have a beautiful daughter with disability who yep. needs full care. But when all this happened and even the diagnosis that she wasn't going to be a mainstream, beautiful child, I, I thought my life was over. I thought her life was over. I thought yep. our family life was over. And yet that story of pain and suffering and failure, because I felt like a failure as a mother. I felt like a failure as an individual. Mm. And I felt like everything was gone. But out of it was the most beautiful, amazing journey mm. of hope and of love and of goodness and, and a, a community of disability that has opened my eyes and opened my heart and opened mm. to the things of diversity and, and minorities that have made me into this yeah. incredible fighter for disability and, and right of people with disability mm. and, and even our church mm. it's there for disabled families yeah. because they know that I know mm. that it's hard to go to church it's yeah. hard to go to a place mm. where your child doesn't fit and this is Peter you know he's done the wrong thing mm. he's been in one of the worst days of his life where he thought he'd never be yes there's failure there's betrayal mm. but there's forgiveness and there's 
this mm. beauty in learning from our mistakes. And you know what? That's what Christ went to the cross for. Mm. You know, we've done the wrong thing, but learning from that and being a better people and being a better person. I got really emotional and I don't know why, which is really interesting. I never really thought about, I knew Peter's story, but I guess I'd never really thought about it at, in this level before, which is I love. But to think that he betrayed Jesus and said, I disown you. I don't know you because he's just trying to save his skin, which we all get as well, right? right? Like I think we'd all go, oh, we would have disowned Jesus. But then in the same situation, we're all there going, I don't know him. Mm. But then for Jesus to call him back by name and go, I need him. And then to go back and then Jesus go, hey, I love you. This is so much bigger than you disowning me because it's a fresh day and my love for you is always renewed. To see that story out of Easter I think is so beautiful and I had not really thought about that, that there's, you can literally disown Jesus and he'll still love you he'll and forgive you. you. Like all the other things we do in life and we go, oh, will God still love me or am I a good person? Like that's the message of the gospel and Easter that no matter who you are, what you've done, where you've been, what you believe, what you're going through, what you think about yourself, the lies you tell Correct. yourself, the lies people tell you about yourself, there is nothing that can separate you from that love. And I think that's what you've just brought back to me, which is really lovely because I've been a Christian a very long time and sometimes you hear the same things and you know it and you know it but you don't actually know it know in your it. soul sometimes or you forget it yes but you know even that verse that there's nothing that can separate us from the love of Jesus which is one of the verses we're going to be reading over Easter and I chose it the other day and I chose it because I was like yep great verse great verse but then to stop and actually go no hang on there is nothing that can separate me knowing it within your soul and saying it just because you've said it for 20 years 30 40 50 years is very different and I'm, I love that you've reminded me of that and I'm sure you've reminded people of that this morning oh okay all right I need to go have a cup of tea and sit down after that that was beautiful Vicky <laughs> thank you so much you're Thanks back for tomorrow having me again. so thank you we'll see you tomorrow at no 9:30. worries Lucy